Howdy, Chief Kingdom. It's hey. a beautiful day for football. As I don't know about you, man. But win or lose, I'm always down for my team. Cut it. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Who I'm going for? Who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day I'm a chief. All right, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Kevo, and you are listening to another edition of the Voice of the Kingdom with Kevo and Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Man, we finally lost. Finally. I ain't disappointed. I ain't disappointed. Well, you know, I'm disappointed, but I ain't that disappointed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really bad ashamed about it either. Like, I was kind of saying on the TL, you know, I mean, you wouldn't know because you in Twitter jail again, but (laughs) 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 that's a whole other story. But I've never come away from a loss as optimistic as I am, as I was on on Sunday. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't believe in moral victories, no shit like that, especially for a team that hasn't won a championship in decades. Considering we had five guys, what, five or six starters out? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the game went how it expected. Now, my dumbass went from 42 to 38 to 42, 24 Chiefs. And, of course, the Patriots put up 43. But, and hey, it is what it is. So, all right. So, what are we going to go over today? We are going to touch on how things go with, or how we, like I said, how optimistic we were, the wins and the losses, besides us losing and them winning throughout the game. Yeah. We're going to touch a little bit on the Bengals game, and me and Kev are going to continue to recruit who we want the Chiefs to sign. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan to me, so... Okay, so first things first. I mean, we already kind of touched on it, of course, but this is the Patriots review. Um, lost 43 of 40, Sunday Night Football, and probably, uh, I'd argue, probably the game of the year up to now. Yes. Like, it was it was shaky that first half. You know, um, Belichick and did some things, that, you know, that, it worked. You know, Mahomes looked a little amped once again because, you know, first couple drives, especially that first drive where he had Kareem wide open and just kind of overshot him. Um, the Chiefs left, what, I'd say 10 to 12 points on the, you know, on, on the field in yep. the first half. Like, it could have easily been a 24 – because what was it, 24 to 9 at halftime? Like, yeah. It, like, it, you want to be honest, it should have been 24-21, if I'm being completely honest, yeah. at halftime. Because, I mean, they just – the Patriots – only thing – the biggest thing that come away from that first half is that Bill Belichick is, is still a defensive genius. Because we could argue that this is probably, from a talent standpoint, the worst defense we've faced all year. But mm-hmm. they, they were so effective in the first half. And they dialed up some of the blitzes. And they just – just, just it just it was a game of what ifs or if this just happened in that first half, and I mean that ultimately came back to 
to bite us at the end of the day. So, I mean, it is what it is, but um, what did you take away from the game? Okay, so as the years go on, we literally have a fucking Aaron Rodgers, okay? Like, how are you down? You're down 24 to 9, and you're able to pull put up 40 points? Like, I think that's fucking impressive. That's Aaron Rodgers, okay? Like, of course, it wasn't Mahomes solely, but like I said, he's the quarterback. He's now the face of the team. It was it was amazing. Like I said, we were so like, yo, goodness, here go. But of course, we go to for Mahomes to go toe to toe with Tom Brady. I have no complaints. Yeah, and none whatsoever. And like you said, the it was. We've already seen for five weeks, you know, for six weeks now, but five weeks, you know, how magical that kid is. And uh, it was once we were down 24 to nine, I was like, okay, the game's not over technically, but I honestly didn't think we'd be able to reach it because of the state the defense is in. Now, I was mm-hmm. perfectly confident and reading our offense, making second half adjustments offensively. Cause like I said, it, like it was just misses in that first half. And mm-hmm. so I fully expected them to come out guns blazing. That's what they did. Six, seven yard touchdown, cream hunt. I'm like, okay, we got a game again. It was just like most of us know, like could the defense get you a couple of stops and they got you two. You needed three yep. at the end of the day. But but that's what happens when you get down by 15 points is where like, you need two stops from a defense. Fully healthy, they could get you two or three or four. But with all those guys out, like, like it was a tall task. And the fact that at one point they took the lead was even was just so much more impressive. Like, I was looking at some stats. I think Mahomes was 9 of 13 for two, almost 200 yards in the second half with four touchdowns. Like, just a Herculean effort from the offense. And, I mean, just the defense has to get healthy. I mean, that's just the biggest thing, health. So, we'll see how that goes. Like you said, we're optimistic. We're still the best team in the entire AFC. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're still the best th- team in the entire AFC. I'll take it. Okay. Like it's about time. It's about time. Now the Patriots, they check it. They catching up on us, but it's about time. Now I looked at the Patriots' schedule. Theirs is easy. Like from here on out, theirs is completely easy. Their division is easy because, yeah, as usual, the Patriots are going to win their division. Our division is pretty much locked because the Raiders are ass, the Broncos are ass, the Chargers have a chance, but of course some fuck shit happens to them and they'll be in second place again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Chargers right now with the four and two. I mean, they beat up on Cleveland, and of course, you know, I have to roll my eyes every time. I can't remember her name. The chick on Good Morning Football, like 
Yeah. K. Adams or whatever. Like, I could see them making it on the Super Bowl. I mean, let's be honest. You can see, I mean, any team, you can see that. <laughs> I mean, right. any team with using quarterback can see that, but there's just something to the Chargers. Like, we have to be, like, I know they're paid to, you know, be completely analytical and, you know, figure out scenario stuff like that, but until they beat us, like it doesn't matter because like just how we're getting shit for okay five and zero last year five and zero this year last year they wouldn't tell spin they're gonna be the same thing this year I mean we don't believe that but like why does that I'm because mean, even people in the media bring it up but why does that not apply to the Chargers when this happens to them every year they they either start off really shitty and get hot and still falter or really fast and have a really bad slump where they just can't get out of their own way like this happens year in and year out. And it's never, you know, like you only hear it from Chiefs fans. Honestly, they call yeah. they call that shit out, but the media doesn't do that. And, and that's, I mean, it, I mean, it's a frustrating year. But I mean, I'm only focused on the Chiefs. And like I said, if the Chargers can beat us, then shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, that's just where I am. I mean, that that's just completely where I am. Um, defensively. I just kind of go back to the game. I mean, I, we are ass. I mean, they did the best. I'm honestly, once I saw that passing yo was out as well, because like I thought he's come along, you know, pretty well finally. So when I was thinking he was playing, I said, okay, the pass rush and get the break a little bit and make the stuff happen. And I mean, when I was inactive, I said, okay, it's going to be a an old-fashioned shootout, and that, that's exactly what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, Houston's back in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, EB, you know, who, who fucking knows? I mean, I'm, I mean, that's just kind of where we are. Who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're hoping he comes He's back. He's been week to week for weeks. Yeah, yeah. So. like we're going on seventy days since we've seen him on a actually practicing with the team. So um, I'm crossing my fingers because I'm still of the belief that they're just at the way I look at it. And I I don't want to steal thunder because I mean I've heard it on the radio, but this has been a thought of mine as well. Is that I don't think the brass thought that the offense was going to be this good this fast. Yeah, and I, honestly, there's no reason to rush him back right now, especially when you get Houston back and the, you know, like even Murray back because he's kind of come along lately. Um, get just get a couple bodies back defensively, and like you can hold him out to like week ten, eleven, or twelve, and that way he comes back. He's had he's had three months almost to kind of deal with the pain and get tolerant to it. And then you also give them five or six weeks to get back into football speed and get ready for the playoffs. So that's that's my thought of what's going to happen mm-hmm. with, with Eric Berry. But let's talk about these two inside linebackers for a second because that's what stood out to me the most because you know, last podcast we all talked about that, is that tackling and how are they going to do in the running game and against the running backs. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was oof. Oof. what did I just go ahead. 
Like we, I feel like we got beat every time. Like I was like, oh, this is about to, and I was like, oh no. Like we, by the time, by the time they, it got to the third quarter, everybody was like, they are ass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I, I've seen videos, you know, all over the TL of, of Hitchens and coverage, and Man. the dude looks flat-footed and like he's running or walking in quicksand. Like, like he's never square. Like I think it was a third. It, I'm not sure, maybe a third or a second down, but I think it was in the fourth quarter where Brady just hit. White in the backfield, and Hitchens had like he was Hitchens was square to him, and dude just kind of just ran away from him, like he was just effortless, like like dude's getting paid nine million dollars, and is what the worst graded inside linebacker in football, or or you know, or second to last. Either way, he's real, like he's been really bad, and I don't know. Like, I don't know, because, like, it'd be one thing if it was looking like a scheme thing, which, I mean, part of that could be a factor because, you know, it came out of a 4-3 or whatever, but he just looked super slow. He got too big of a contract to be like that. Yeah. Like. Uh, agreed. Agreed. But this is looking like a Cantrell Brothers thing. Not a Cantrell brother. What's his name? What was the dude that came from the Steelers? A long time ago, I can't remember. Big linebacker, we ended up signing. He just was a dud. But I mean, five weeks in, so you don't want to overreact. But you're not seeing any improvement either. No. So, like, I just—he got twenty-one million dollars guaranteed and a fourteen million dollars signing bonus. I have questions. Yeah, like, that's a John Dorsey contract. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, <laughs> I, like, like as bad as the contract is, you know, that's what it kind of reminds you of. Like, it was, it was a reminds you of a Dorsey move, but like, I mean, when Beach made the move, we were all happy about it because you know, the dude's a good linebacker and he's good in the running game. I mean, we knew there'd be some issues like in coverage, but when you got running back right in front of you out of the backfield, and they're still getting by you, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I mean, every now and then, okay, because every now and then a running back puts a good move on you, and you're just like, well, fuck it, what can, I, what can you do about that? Like, there's just something you can't do about that. But, like, every time, like, every time I hit you in space, I get nervous. I, it, it's hard to feel confident out there with him right now. Which is, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm still of the belief that Raglan is hurt, like, and I won't be convinced otherwise. Nope. Like, shout out to Delta. Like, I won't be convinced otherwise that Raglan is hurt, and they'll probably never admit it, but he's, he's still hurt and injured. And I mean, I commend him for trying to tough through it, but it's. I don't know. <laughs> I hate saying I don't know, but you look at these inside linebackers and it's just like, I don't know. Like, we can, like when Breland speaks, we know that, honestly, he needs to probably lose another 30 pounds. 
because mm-hmm. we saw some things. Real quick, what did you think about that about that missed sack where Brady got got the touchdown where where Breland like he just kind of stopped sacking him? What did you think about Is that? Is that the one? Like I feel that's that's the problem that we have with that. That's how great that rule is. Um, but like I feel like I feel like everybody thought the play was over. Is that what happened? I mean, the, the play. I mean, the play wasn't dead. Like, and you know, he kind of. Like, meant- I don't know what he was like. He was just kind of like in space. Like, I, I, honestly, it was the weirdest shit I've ever seen because it had been one thing if he kind of like Brady just kind of like brushed him off, you know, kind of like what Big Ben is really good at, kind of just shrugging off a, a sack or whatever. He just. Like stop! Like, like he saw like a red light, and and I know that guys are scared about about that roughing the passer thing. Like I, I would have been okay with that, but I I guarantee you, Andy Reid was like, dude, you got to finish that play. Well, like we would take, you know, I like I will risk you giving you giving up, you know, you giving up five yards because because it, it was like the five yard line. So, you know, it was it only been a two and a half yard penalty anyway. Like if they would have called it. So you have to finish that play. Whether yeah. you get whistled or not. Like it isn't one thing if they were, you know, and and are, you know, ten or whatever, or, I mean at their like ten yard line and you're about to stop them and then, you know, something like that happens because Bray's not gonna take off at that point. But you have you have to finish that play, and I think from here on out you'll see him finish that play. That's that I'm like of all quarterbacks you don't sack is Tom Brady. Uh, out of all of them, like I was really like I was like man, you, you got to knock that motherfucker head off. <laughs> right. Like like you cannot pull up on that. Like you have to deal with that one. Like you have to. Like, like there ain't no way around that. But you know what? What can you do? What can um, you do? Let's talk about those holds that they never called. Uh, I forgot who got held. Um, Kelsey got held a lot offensively. Um, oh, Alan Bailey, he got held, and okay. nobody like there was nothing. Like everybody was looking like, where is the? What's going on? How we and I like I said it was just I'm confused, but you know, of course, every time in that stadium, I was like, check clear, check clear, check clear. Which, like, I understand. I understand. I know. Honestly, fuck that. I don't understand. It blew my mind when they said that the Patriots didn't get penalized one time in a fucking game. Like and. and I'm telling you, like, the refs are fucking up. Like, the refs supposed to give, like, if you're going to do that, the Patriots did not play a perfect game. No. No. Like, they did not play a perfect game. I refuse to believe that. The whole football world um doesn't believe that. Nobody believes that. And the fact that they didn't get penalized not once, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I mean, I mean, there's just no way around that. Like that, that just blew my freaking mind that they didn't get penalized once. Like they, they didn't, they didn't punt once. They didn't 
they didn't get a penalty. I mean, you can't do shit about the punting. Just the defense is already bad with starters in, but with starters out, good fucking night. So that that really wasn't a surprise because shit, uh, Johnny before the game started, he's like like over under three punts for both teams combined, and I said I'm taking the under. There was only one punt in that whole damn game. Like, Ooh. like that's that's crazy, but um, just to kind of summarize it, you know, kind of my thoughts on it is that, you know, like the Chiefs are only going to get better. Uh Like the the offense is going to continue to mesh and the defense will get guys back and they will be ready next time. They'll be ready next time. Like, you know, the Pats fans were all in the mentions of everybody, you know, oh, you know, you guys have lost or whatever, you know, all the shit they were talking. And I'm like, what, who was that? Somebody said something and it really pissed me off. But uh, talk about um, Mahomes overrated or whatever. And I'm like, he lost on the road to the greatest quarterback and the greatest coach in the history of the league. His defense his already Love bad it. defense was missing five or six starters. And he came back and gave his team the lead. And you guys are like, we're really doing this right now? I Listen, that's how I got locked up on Twitter. I called Tom Brady a hoe and Patriots <laughs> fans was like, report. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. Y'all looking for me seven days. <laughs> yeah. I, get, I, get, I get unlocked the uh an hour before the Bengals game. So shout out to that flex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One day. One day. One day. <laughs> um but yeah, um but they're gonna get better. And so I'm gonna use this opportunity to segue. If there's one move that Brett Veach can make to improve his team, what is that one move you would like them to see? Well, I know it is not mm-hmm. Derek Johnson. Yeah. It's not Derek Johnson. <laughs> let's let's kill that people. Unless it's a coach, it's not Derek Johnson. Okay. So somebody <laughs> on Twitter said Micah Hyde, let's offer the Bills like a third or a second, maybe a fourth. Mm-hmm. Let's call the Bills because the Bills are kind of in tank season. I don't care what nobody says. They're in tank season mm-hmm. again. So let's let's call them. Let's see what they have to say. And, of course, P2, Patrick Peterson, somebody. Because I feel like doesn't Patrick Peterson, ain't he, like, versatile? Can't he play safety, too? I mean, that I'm not sure of. All I know is he is an all-pro cornerback and a future Hall of Fame cornerback. That, that's all I know. But I'll let you continue. Because you already know where I'm going. <laughs> right. Um, so, I think those are the only two. I, I want to say, oh, and let's call, like, we can. This is just me talking because everybody was like, let's get somebody who knows the scheme. Let's call Nacho back. Like, he's he's currently a free agent. He's not on no team. I mean, our defense can't get any worse. So let, let's give Nacho a call. He knows the scheme, so let's let's call him mm-hmm. again. It's interesting. <laughs> interesting. 
Okay. Well, hey, I'm like, hey, that's, I like, I like where you're going. So for me, for me, you already know what my answer is. And, uh-huh. and anybody that follows me on Twitter knows what my answer is. So it's Patrick Peterson. Um, and, you know, it melts my little heart. Because, like, every day I'm hearing about it now on podcasts and on 16 and stuff like that. Like, it's picking up steam. And it, I take so much pride in the fact that I started this motherfucking train. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody that does not believe, at Kevl, at Kevl underscore Bevel and search Patrick Peterson. And the earliest date you will see anybody talk about the Chiefs and Patrick Peterson is moi. On September 16th. Okay? So that was all me, but it just makes too much sense. Therese pointed out earlier, and I've heard it said a couple of times now, is that yes, safety is a bigger need position wise, but Patrick Peterson essentially shuts down a half of a field. Like, you don't need, he doesn't need safety help. Like, if he gets beat, it's an aberration. You know, it's like it's not like Nelson or Scandrick. Like, well, this is happening way too fucking often. Like, if Patrick Peters gets beat, I'm gonna be like, well, you gotta tip your hat to the quarterback and a wide receiver. Like, that's where I am with that. Like, it just makes too much sense. He's under control for the next two and a half years. Um, like. I think his cap hit goes up to like 13 million his last year or something like that. Like, like it's doable. Like it's doable. And like, I've gotten it so many times about like, what about, what about cap space? Like people, like we've said it too many times. The cap space is like, like clay. You can mold and shape it into however you fucking want it. Like you can make it into whatever you want it to be. Like, yes, there, you, you know, you can't cut just his right now because you got a 20 million cap hit. But the restructures can be made. Like there are cuts that can be made and, and moves that can happen for it to work. And and you know, Brett Veach gets his title of aggressive. He will lose that. I'm not gonna say respect, but but lose that that mantra in my eyes if he is not making a move by October 30th. Like yeah. Like in in my personal opinion. I think he thought 2019 was going to be the year because the offense was going to, you know, take some time, but the offense is ready today. Is Mahomes still going to learn a little bit? Yes. But you got to think about it. Mahomes has made mistakes every game and has won every game but one. And if he had any, if he had Justin Houston in there or even Eric Murray in there, we probably wouldn't that game. Yep. Like he has made mistakes. And the team is still one. Like, could you argue? Yes, that 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 pick in the end zone. Yes, you, you had because three points right there. Hey, we lost our three points. So yes, you can you can point that out if you want to. But if we're just being completely honest here, like you have to make that move. You know, for you know, like, like a week or so, the whole Lennon Collins thing kind of took off. Which okay, but I don't want to give up a second round pick with a guy that I'm not sure that I can resign unless his name is Earl Thomas, and he's he's done for the year. You know, 
Or by the way, Cheese Kingdom, I've knocked on wood. Anything Kev says about Patrick Peterson, um, he's the one who curses with Earl Thomas. I knocked on wood, so hopefully we're safe. I'm, hear me that? I'm knocking on wood too. I'm knocking on wood too. Um, it just makes too much sense. Like they have to acquire him. They have to acquire him. Like I would give up a, I, I would give up a first this year and like a third next year, or I would give that. Come on, he is worth the picks, especially how bad this team, this organization has been for the last six or seven years at drafting defensive players. Uh, mm-hmm. Like like my boy Jay Coon made made like a list of all the defensive draft picks yesterday, and I counted like three or four guys that you could say the Chiefs hit on, and and one I'm not even here anymore. And Marcus Peters, he listed the whole thing, and I put I put Chris Jones, Marcus Peters. You could you could say Nelson. You could say Nelson. Um, the, the jury is still out on uh. On K pass, you know, like I'm not counting this year, um, but it just makes too much sense. Like you have to make that move. That's just it, it is what it is, you know. It's funny to me. I said something about I said something on Twitter um, earlier about how I was like the defense needs to make move. And somebody gonna tell me we drafted all defense. I said, look at this. That don't mean anything. Like I was like, we still shopping around. And like I said, I was like, are we still gonna look at Brett Veach the same way if he doesn't do anything by October thirtieth? Every time a Monday or a Tuesday passes and something ain't done, I'm I get stressed. I'm like, here we go, another week we about to go through, and nothing happened. Yeah. It's just, it's just annoying. Yeah. Um, I mean, we shall see. But what's today? Today is – he has two weeks, exactly two weeks. That move has to get made. Like like I said, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, but we'll kind of leave that there. And we'll – you know, uh, I mean, there's nothing. Like, you know, there hasn't been any official rumors saying they're connected to it. Like, this has been us just wishful thinking and – and you know it carrying on to some of the other podcasts and and you know sports guys out there that are just kind of common you know commentating on it. But you know there's nothing official. There's no Schefter or Terrell Taylor saying Chiefs are engaging in talks, nothing like that. The day that happens, I know I'm gonna wake up to my phone getting blown up on Twitter. Like I already know it, and I'm gonna be so happy. But it, anyway, um, let's just kind of leave that behind. They're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine, um, but just gotta make that move because, like I said, all we need this defense just needs to be like twenty, right? Like twenty third. Like we get defense like twenty third, we'll be just fine. So that's just kind of where we are. But let's look over to this a quick little preview of this Bengals game. Um. So. Andy Dalton's not the best. Nope. And I don't know who's going to cover A.J. Green. We'll hope somebody runs. You know? Yeah. We'll see. Um, My concern, my main concern in this game is Vontez Burfick. Yeah. Is back. 
Yep. And he is. Didn't he take a cheap shot at Alex? Was it him? I can't remember. Or James Harris. Whatever. He's been taking cheap shots all over the league. He just elbowed Antonio Brown. He uses his helmet. Nobody calls him on it. He's been suspended. He's been playing this way since college. And people's like, oh, he's a hard ass. No. He is the beginning of CTE. Okay? Okay. CTE. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they need to really keep an eye on him because you best believe if he gets if he get a free shot at Kelsey or Hill, he's gonna absolutely take it. And I hope if that happens, that every fucking lineman on that team goes to kill him. Yep. <laughs> like like they have to look like they have to be aware of that. And I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are, because like we even we saw with a video of him coming out of nowhere and kind of just throw an elbow in there on Brown. But like you can hurt somebody or kill somebody like that. Like, I mean, we know football is a dangerous sport. But he, he is he is doing some shit that is really dangerous. Like the game's dangerous enough as it is, and you best believe if he does that shit, I am only five hours from Cincinnati. I will find him myself. <laughs> okay, and I'm three, so like we're we're gonna talk about this. Like I have. I have, we're going to have to talk about that because I don't understand how he's still in the league. Yeah. Oh, and and you best believe, you best believe uh, Marvin Lewis ever said, hey, don't do no fuck shit with uh, Mahomes because you best believe he hurts Mahomes, he's done. Like, I'm pretty sure that it's going to, the game is just going to have to be over if that happens. Yeah, because it could get like it could get ugly, like real shit. If, if Burfick is in response for somebody getting hurt, it real shit could get ugly. But like, I'm, they're gonna have to call like real security because we know how crazy the uh, fans are. Um, they'll probably. I don't think. See, to be honest, I don't think Bengals uh, players will rush for him because they know what he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be some natural just kind of break it up, but. You know, which is crazy because he's actually a good linebacker. Like, if he, you know, his bullshit completely overshadows the fact he's actually a pretty good linebacker. Because, mm-hmm. like, I liked him out of college at Arizona State, but all that bullshit, like, there's no way a guy that talented should go undrafted. But, but that's fuck shit. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And that's, hey. I'm just like, protect my home. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, real cool. And the linemen don't die because clearly. Uh, hey, what's the alignment? Uh, brought Jeff Allen back. Jeff Allen is back with the team. So, um, hey, I ain't mad at it. Yeah, I mean, I have no, I have no issues with the with the pickup. Uh, I know he has concussion issues and didn't play the greatest. Down there in, in Houston, and I mean, some of that could be, you know, just I, I don't want to say injuries, but could be the pressure of signing the big contract. Who knows? But um, he knows the scheme. He knows the scheme, and and I've seen him so many because you know I still follow him on Twitter, and I've seen him comment all the time about cheap stuff. So it was mm-hmm. you could tell he he missed it here and wanted to be back if it was possible, and and uh, I think it was a good move to bring him back. So. Um, I don't know if he's starting right away. He, I mean, he could be. He could plug him in at uh, plug him in at right guard because I mean that's what he played anyway. So, 
you know, it could be. But we shall see. But that's that's kind of what I got. Um, you got anything else? Remember, guys, if you're trying to reach me on Twitter, go through Kev because I'm in jail. So hold it down for me until like six o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Any question, comments, or concerns, you know, direct them at Kevo underscore Bevo. And I, I'll relay them. Um, and happy birthday. Uh, ooh, let's see. What is her Twitter name? I'm looking. I'm looking. I didn't forget. I didn't forget. At Camry Queen. Happy birthday. Yes. I got you. I got you. Yeah, happy birthday at Camry Queen. Turned 25 today. Hey. Hey. So live it up. Um, well, I don't probably you're a teacher, so it's probably getting top of your bedtime anyway. But uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So by the time right. you hear this, it's a happy late birthday. But uh, yeah. But yeah. Once again, if you got any. any Cool things coming up, birthdays, babies coming, graduations, divorces, whatever. Hit us up, and we will announce it for you. So, with that being said, Mr. KD, would you please, brother, take us out? You can catch us in the lot when we grilling. If you from out of town, you better not come here tripping. Cause the sea of red is always in the building. Hey! Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Who I'm going for? Who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day I'm a chief. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief.